0: Hello and welcome to The Hardy Brain, the show that takes athletic, introverted entrepreneurs and leaders and transforms them into ironclad brain performers. I'm your host, Dr. David Hardy, and today we've got another amazing guest on our show. He is on a mission to improve brain health via behavior, nature, and immersive technologies. Welcome to the show, the brain shaman, Michael Waite. How's it going today?
1: (laughs) uh it's going great um i never thought of myself as a brain shaman but i guess that's that's what i'm, I'm becoming yeah okay <laughs> nice to see you
0: david <laughs> well you transformed yourself into that right yeah i guess uh,
1: yeah. so yeah <laughs> so i happy, happy why... that's what i want to be yeah that's it
0: <laughs> well explain to us why we can now call you the brain shaman yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, th- that's, an, that's the name of my podcast, uh, which is about about brain health, and well, yeah, I guess the brain is much more than the brain; it's, it's a whole nervous system, right? Um, right. And uh, yeah, it's just an exploration um, through that, and um, I think I think by doing the podcast itself too, it did it did uh, did change my nervous system, and and maybe yeah, you're right, transform me physically, you know, and mentally. I can't. I can't say it myself. <laughs> Into the brain shaman. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, this it a podcast about this.
0: Well, when you picture that, what what would you picture a brain shaman to be like if you if you had the chance to meet one?
1: It it, it would be this this dude or or, or creature, um, more more specifically, probably who's like out there um, in in nature, like deeply connected to his his human roots. Uh, moving and living and breathing and eating and um, connecting in in ways that you know Homo sapiens evolved to 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 exist. Um, that doesn't mean without technology or without without society, but um, yeah, it's kind of like living in that real sweet, natural, magical way that that we were born to, but we've I think forgotten how to. Um, someone who has control over the nervous system, knowing how to, how to use their nervous system, how to kind of, um, like you talk about using movements and different things to, to kind of rewire, um, your brain and body. Yeah. He, 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 he could do all that. He could, he could teach you those things.
0: Nice. (laughs) Now (laughs) you you mentioned nature so many times there and I'm perplexed because you live in the concrete jungle of Osaka. (laughs) (laughs) however the the japanese are very much into into nature into movement uh kind of explain this uh (laughs) this mixture and and uh (laughs) confusion i'm having right now
1: (laughs) well i I think we all have i think a lot of us have this confusion ourselves Uh, deep down we we seek um going back to, to to where we came from uh we want simplicity we want to be able to move and breathe and, and, um, connect in, in sort of this natural free way. Um, uh, but right. th- there are these demands, um, from society. We need to, we need to make money. We need to, um, connect actually. Cause I, I mean, yeah ideally I could be out in this sort of avatar like world and like, you know, fl- flying around and going underneath the, underneath the ocean and swimming and, and, and just living out there but but the world has moved into the city basically so um I'm, tr- I'm trying to find a way to to marry the two together to be able to live more naturally and freely um but it seems like the, the, the world exists in the cities uh but that might be changing it might be changing soon now you know as the internet's advancing even more and now with with vr and ar technologies and stuff uh, maybe maybe right. that's not the case maybe we can sort of create these new worlds
0: Um, Yeah. What kind of (laughs) what kind of worlds are you creating? Because you're you're in that space, right? With VR, AR, XR. Um, How does this come into brain health and into into your journey here with with just feeling better?
1: Yeah. Well, one thing what what I love most about VR and AR is it it basically it's allowing us to to create these visualizations that we just couldn't. Create uh previously, it allows us to have objects and have experiences that we can't usually um, have direct access to it because of our location or um, of money, uh, for example. So uh, in terms right. of brain health, um, I know I know you do a lot of like vision, you do vision exercises, um, breathing exercises, um, there are uh, embodiment practices like Feldenkrais and um, there's T R E, um, there's all kinds of somatic experiencing. Uh, 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 things for overcoming phobias. I think VR AR, right. uh, What I uh, what I'm hoping to try to make is, is some of this kind of stuff, where um basically we can get out of the phone, get get the heck out of this phone. The phone is this this small small screen um that's just jumping us through these strange worlds that we don't really like. And I, if we can kind of get back into our natural way of seeing, like with our head up, our eyes kind of like out looking around and the screen is is basically gone the screen is the screen that we were born with this big 361 um and we can put all those objects we could put healthy objects in there that you know uh for eye tracking uh i'm for um uh, eye movement exercises and uh, neck movement exercises and shoulders. That's the kind of stuff I'd be most excited about. Um, but then, yeah, like I said, uh, uh, things for overcoming phobias, things for uh, trauma, um, things for uh, disembodiment, uh, fun little connection exercises. Um, yeah, I'm not getting too specific here, I guess. But uh, yeah, yeah, um, uh, getting out of the screen and, and and out back out into the world in a positive in a positive way.
0: Right. Absolutely. Now, what kind of led you down this path where you started like getting curious and more curious about okay, well, nature and then escaping it with technology, and uh, uh, what what kind of was was your path to that said yeah, I need to learn more <laughs> and more about brain health here.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who is this guy? Was he? He's in Japan. He's doing brain health VR. I don't really know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh good I, I, stuff, I, Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't go down like a direct path. Like this is what I want to do. I started out studying. No, no one does. No <laughs> one does. Right? But like it's like, whoa, no yeah. That's does. the cool thing about life, right? And if you do go down that path, like I knew exactly what I was going to do from when I was ten years old. Yeah, you're probably not very. Very happy. Uh, perhaps not. Yeah, you know. Maybe, bored, maybe right? you're really good at something. You might be really good at something, though. <laughs> maybe.
0: <laughs> um, but I,
1: I prefer the more journalist. I had sort of the more journalist kind of attitude towards life um, from from the beginning, I think. And I was sort of soaking in all the information. It's kind of like... Uh, mining for information. I, I was I was I was like studying. Um I, I did philosophy at first, which um in you know in university and that that put me in my head. And then um I kind of I was kinda of told you must be in your head. Your body is bad. Emotions are bad. They they're not correct right. and stuff. And then uh, so I think I overcorrected and I was like, no, I'm gonna get in my body. And so I, I kinda of did that through through travel and through living in Japan and, and just you know getting away from my own culture. And then um yeah I, I, I uh kind of just uh got, Fell into, I fell into in a good way into the VR world just because I was in, in, I was in Tokyo at the right time, where there there were people that were doing that, and I got invited in, and I and I was working for a company, um, doing that, and um, that got me curious. I'm like, whoa! So now my all my previous um philosophy stuff started blending with my uh, VR stuff, um, and also just this discontent of like, what is this weird life we're living? Uh, you know, in this city. Um, I still didn't really feel embodied I still felt nervous I still felt like um, I don't know happy? not not quite happy I guess and then um, yeah I, on the, the part that really hit it was basically a couple years ago my, my mom died and then simultaneously my, my brother who is like my main um, kind of connection to the to the external nervous system like not my own but other people he went homeless. Mm-hmm. He still is homeless. I don't even know where he is. I hope he's okay right now. Oh, wow. Um, and that kind of just rattled my whole body, rattled my whole brain like a like an earthquake or a forest fire. And like 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 in forest fires or in earthquakes, when when there is this sort of disaster, new little things emerge, things you didn't see before, and, and almost unconsciously, this podcast emerged. Um, I started to hit the VR stuff harder again, not in, not necessarily in a practical way, but in a way that I wanted. I wanted things to go. I, I I don't want to make video games. I don't want to make a, some like I don't know, a little. It's not about the money. It's about it's about brain health. And um, I I hope I trust that the money eventually will come. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No. Geez. That's that is quite the story there. And yeah. Sorry to hear hear about the situations with. Oh, everyone. With it happens to everyone. Family, so,
1: um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow so what sort of things with vr then are you kind of engaged with then that that you've experienced that can really kind of help somebody out in these situations say that somebody had the same situation you did then your mother or loved one passed away
1: well one one you ha- at least you have social vr um but as we know social media that's not always the healthiest place to hang out um, right. Hopefully, you can find a, a nice little chat room uh, in in I don't know somewhere, uh, some people to talk to in in, um, in VR chat or Horizon Worlds or something. Uh, probably not. I don't I don't know of the exact name of the service, but there there probably are services um, that allows sort of this kind of talk therapy in VR, or um, something like that. Even if it's not, even if it's not officially um, for that purpose, people to talk to, hang out with. Just being out in nature, natural, beautiful worlds, um, meditation experiences, um, uh, uh, all kinds of things. I haven't seen these um, these exercises, um, these exercise-type apps I'm, I've been talking about um, for eye movements and stuff, but that's something um, I'd like to see. Uh, there are meditation right. ones. There are some breathing ones. Um, but yeah, that's what's coming soon. I think that's what I'm excited about. But as for now... Um, Yeah, it's more like nature meditation um some i mean if you have some phobia type thing i uh, there's some stuff for that but i mean that's probably stuff you're going to be doing with your um with your physician not um just at home um beautiful art spaces i mean the cool thing about the main thing about vr is like is you have sort of this space this big wide open space where you can just chill and walk around and explore and look at the animals and that kind of stuff um right which isn't really available um in your ordinary life always. That's what, that's what we, oh, you definitely are right now. And then the people, but people can be good for you or bad for you, but um, there's a lot of people <laughs> in the VR and you can hide your identity. Well, that, that's and all the that. augmented
0: part, right? Like if you augment the world, then everyone's going to be nice to you around you. in in this augmented reality, correct? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, well, yeah. Cause especially if you can hide your whole, um, you can make yourself look really great. You can change your voice. You can change your, um uh how you look and uh you're just your ideas um yeah maybe people maybe people will be nice to you and if if you augment to like you program the ai or whatever and they're like or the ai programs okay everyone's gonna be nice to you um yeah once (laughs) ai gets in this too um we can all just live our own little delusions for better or worse perhaps (laughs) and
0: yeah that's the big question out there for better or for worse and uh (laughs) you mentioned phones and social media kind of, once again, it's, it's out there that there's a lot of damage going on with how people think and how their brains are functioning because of the things we're doing. We're bombarding people with way too much high stimulus light. And then just a lot of stress in situations that are just amplified beyond what our natural system can handle. Um, do you see this happening in virtual reality as well? Um,
1: not yet, and I—I I guess anything could happen. But one—one one thing that VR has above the phone is the screen size. Like, I—I—I I, I, right. That's one. That's one thing for sure. Um, we weren't built to look at a tiny little basically it's a little screen forcing us to our eyes to go inward for long periods of time. Yeah. Maybe when you're hunting yes. or you're doing, you're playing some certain sport, you might be, but even then the ball moves around and people move around. So your eyes are actually moving around and, and looking up at the sky and looking around. You're not locked in on this tiny little target, like two inches in front of you uh, for hours, uh, straining your eyes wow. and, and just keeping you in that sympathetic state. Cause you know, when your eyes are going inward and you're, lenses are crunched up uh there's going to be more dopamine adrenaline and all all the other um catecholamines and stuff right more stress more higher heart rate um and also like your neck is stuck in a certain position you're kind of like looking a little bit down usually maybe maybe very down um that's that's a bit tech neck um your your breathing probably halts because you're like (laughs) stuck in that thing Um, There's a lot of context switching, world switching that you're not usually used to. Um, There's a lot of these different things. You're not moving as much because you can't really move with the phone. I mean, you you can, but that's another danger story. Um, With (laughs) augmented reality, for example, you will be able to walk around uh, with the screen right in front of you up. So you can be able to look up and and walk around. You can still get the optic flow of looking left and right and left and right uh, and seeing that things pass by you, hear things pass by you while you're basically in your phone. Uh, I, I don't want to call it a phone. Uh, with VR, yeah, too, you're more likely to look up. Um, you're going to have this bigger screens. Your eyes are so going to be hopefully more relaxed, more out. Uh, there's a lot less context switching. Uh, for whatever reason, I think people know that if we make a kind of TikTok VR sort of thing, where I or Instagram Reels VR was like flashing through you, that, that might actually cause a lot of uh, actual brain trauma or something. <laughs> um it, it, that that, I would, I would, that would be a disaster um so you, usually you're stuck you're you're chilling in one world for for longer periods of time that you're not used to on the phone um this might all change maybe advertisements will enter VR currently there's no advertisements in there um there's not like you're controlling the world you're you're switching the world it's not switching you like it does on the phone uh, on the internet right. in general um but yeah it's the screen itself the hardware itself the size uh, Hands, the use of the hands. Now we can be hands-free as well, um, especially if there's if it's controllerless, so you don't have to walk around with the clenched hand, the phone clenched in your hands. Right. All these different little things that we don't really think about, but they're I think they're changing our nervous system. And um, given all the work that you've been doing, you're probably like, oh, well, that makes sense. Um, but maybe, maybe not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, each I'm hanging on each word because it's another person validating the things I've been saying. Is that yeah, these little things that happen repetitively over and over are going to retrain our brain and nervous system. And it is for this better or worse. And uh, right That's now- That's what you're doing every day, right? You keep talking harm. about like,
1: okay, it's about the the frequency of what you do every day, every day, every day. You're kind of rewiring yes. your brain, you're rewiring uh, uh, your system uh, through this repetitive action, these habits that you do every day.
0: yeah. It's just think, though, like if you were to just try to remember somebody's name, how many times do you repeat it till you know it? And then you think about it. Okay, well, I'm on this screen and I'm repeating an act over and over. It's it's training something and people just aren't aware of it. And like we even go back to like Pavlo's dog, like just ring a bell and salivate. And you think about text or getting that next message and that next hit of dopamine that's really how primitive it goes into training that part of our our primitive brain and just getting us to respond it's it's absolutely crazy and insane how effective it is at what it's doing and uh it's interesting though that We can also take this, though, and use it in the correct modes and different directions. And uh, that's the cool thing, too, with VR. You mentioned that wide open landscape versus being crammed in your little tiny apartment. And yeah, all of a sudden a world opens up that somebody didn't have before. And there are tones, there are frequencies of light that are going to relax people and put them in a different state that uh once again is is going to offset some of this hyperactivity we have with technology at this point in time. Um what else have you kind of heard in this world though that makes you really excited and uh and just want to get out there?
1: About VR and AR?
0: Absolutely.
1: Um there are also there are some other um uh Apps that do kind of like brain training exercises for people who have some mm-hmm. memory problems or cognitive decline or ADHD and that kind of thing. Um, one company that comes to mind is um, Virtual Leap. Um, there's a guy uh, Amir Bozarzadeh. Yeah, say that five times fast. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, Amir's company, Virtual Leap, um, and there are others. Uh, it, it's great. It kind of it, it's using AI now too. I think to um, basically do these little brain training exercises in VR um, to hopefully imp- improve these uh, different, um, improve your cognition. And uh, nice. that's, that's pretty cool. That's another thing. Um, I should have come in here with a list. I could have just come here with my whole freaking uh, <laughs> Oculus homepage. Oh, here's all my apps.
0: Um, you're right. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> look, let's move past that to to probably a list you're more familiar with, um, You've had quite a few different interviews on your podcast, all talking about brain health and and things yeah. related. Uh, what are some of the things you've learned over these interviews that that have got you jazzed up about about this field?
1: Yeah, uh, I didn't. I had no idea that that this sort of pattern would emerge. I I like I said, it, the podcast is called uh, Brain Shaman, so it's like a brain. And then very quickly I realized, and I I knew um, that it would it would get more into the body. Basically, I'm like, okay, so we're talking about the body embodiment, and then right. the real pattern that emerges, movement. Um, if there's one sort of thing that run, this sort of one thread that runs across the entire thing, which is not my own planning or creation, is is, is movement is kind of the key to to health. The it's the right. key to, um, and this is what you keep talking about too um, to happiness to the whole thing um, it's not just these big movements of like yeah exercise that's where we probably think all oh, movement exercise no it's like that's the way we move our eyes it's the way we breathe it's the way we um just kind of move our neck or uh little every little movement um the food inside of us is moving everything is in the sun is hitting our eyes and it's moving everything it's all it's all movement but uh yeah there, there are some particular practices that i've, I've got i really i learned about through my podcast one is feldenkrais um mm-hmm. uh, tre um those are two of the big ones that I, i've kind keep of coming, keep coming back to because they by learning about them and interviewing the people on them i experienced these myself uh, for the first time and, and dug deeper into them and uh, and they they literally did uh change my nervous system they woke up old rocky skeletons that needed to be woken up and um kind okay. of got me back into my body and got, and got me actually moving right. more and and, and uh, my face is i see my face is more um, moving differently than it was before. My voice is different. I'm connecting with other people, um, more healthily better than I was before, um, before starting the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's movement in sort of this embodiment practice kind of way using tools like somatic experiencing and and Feldenkrais and TRE. Um, but it's also just, um, generally being aware that, okay, if you move your eyes in this way or or breathe in this way or make this kind of vocalization, it's going to change your nervous system. And that's what I've that's the direction I'm kind of like more intentionally going in and now, um, part of why I, I'm, I'm actually bringing you on onto my podcast uh, after this as well. Cause you're going to, we're going to talk right. about some
0: of that stuff with you. <laughs> oh yeah. We'll go into a deep dive, deep geek out session. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what other kind of, uh, things in this arena are you, um, more and more getting immersed in than? uh, Because I know you've done the podcast, you're you're now doing more meetup type sessions with people, and uh, you've got like this secret uh, kind of ghost mode uh, uh, mode. thing you keep keep mentioning on LinkedIn and Twitter. uh, uh, (laughs) Sensapian, what's that about? (laughs)
1: <laughs> um yeah I, I do want to keep a kind of ghost mode for now for uh just because i have another oh, okay. person i'm working on it with and I, I he might be like why
0: did you tell everyone
1: about it I'm like dude i honestly though i'm someone to just just be like well, just let it out let's go it's not right it, it, honestly if you listen to my interviews listen to me talk even through this conversation you're probably going like, oh, i've I probably got a hint at, at what it is um but yeah basically ar um vr using it um at combining what i've been doing in the podcast um basically turning into a vr ar experience um using movements using these some of these bodily movements um and other things uh in augmented reality and, and and virtual reality too but ultimately augmented reality um so an augmented reality app for uh for movement for embodiment for teaching us the languages of um how to speak our nervous system, how to speak the language of the eyes, and speak the language of the breath, and all these things, um, in, a, in a sort of beautiful, immersive way. I kind of let let the whole thing out there uh, just now, but um, but there's a lot there's a lot to it. It, it, it gets pretty complex, and I hope I can do it. Oh yeah, <laughs> trying to do it right now. Wow.
0: Yeah, and to put that in perspective, um, I was a panel speaker at the Brain Capital Innovation Summit, and uh, so people, med tech world, got up on stage and pitch their ideas and their product to VCs. And then there's academics and clinicians in the crowd as well. Uh, it was, and policymakers. So it was a huge kind of uh, unique combination of folks trying to improve this this realm. And uh, I kind of put it into a few categories. Uh, the first was just taking things that exist in, in the kind of medical world or clinical world And putting it in a tech form so it's more streamlined and easier access and more efficient. Um, So that makes sense. And uh, then the next category was taking all these healing modalities and whatever you could, whether it's like light therapy, sound therapy, meditation, and once again, putting it into, into an electronic form that's more accessible for more people and i'm like yeah that's great Uh, a lot of a lot of good products and then there were some that had the diagnostic aspect of things Um, so most of those were once again intake forms Um, but the odd one would look at different biomarkers kind of like a biofeedback device would and then there was only a few that had a combination of of actually reading what was going on with the brain nervous system with the modality to make a change and and fix it so i'm like okay this is where we're (laughs) at with this and there's multiple multiple different tech forms so the complicated thing is multi-sensory tasks and these aren't small little things these are large big things in the nervous system our whole brain is a sensory organ, so we need to really treat and our sensory processing as, as very, very unique and magical and wonderful and protected. And uh, so when, when you mention everything you did uh, right now with, okay, yeah, we're going to be looking at different directions with eye movements, which fire into different parts of the brain. Uh, light, sound, movement. Um, that's just the basics. It's then going to be okay, well, how do you put this into a magical device that uh, makes improvements and can be adaptable? Uh, so I think there's a lot more coming from that. And uh, what's kind of the timeline on this? And uh, how do people find more information about, well, what you're doing in the, the podcast world and hopefully in the future with different devices here as well.
1: Um, yeah, with a with podcast, you can uh, just uh, find it on Spotify or uh, uh, Apple Podcasts or anywhere like that. Um, yeah, Brain or, um Best place to go for me is probably LinkedIn. That's where I'm currently most active. Um, okay. Know, there's probably a lot of Michael Waits. I think my handle is Mike J. Waite. But yeah, try to find me there, and uh, you can send me a message. Um, I, I'll try to post more or whatever if that's what people want. They're probably like, no, no, that's good. We got enough. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's probably the best place to find me right now. I'm, I'm pretty much off Instagram. Um, I, I use it a little bit, but uh, yeah, pretty much LinkedIn, and then uh, just go to the podcast. Um, yeah, and if you want to talk to me, just just message me on, on LinkedIn. I'll, unless you're like some looking super scammy, I'll I'll probably. I'll probably, I'll probably respond.
0: <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> well, this is this is awesome stuff. Where can they find you in the virtual world or in the soon to be virtual world then too? <laughs> uh I don't
1: I don't know. I don't know where they can find me right now. am I um I'm okay, so I have a quest three, but I'm sharing it with my wait give me a second. Oh my god. Yeah. Speaking of technology, I didn't have my computer plugged in. Oh my god! Um, no, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I have a Quest Three, um, which is the newest device, but I'm, I'm basically I'm sharing it with the with my co-founder because uh, he's he's developing on it. We're like kids, we're okay. like, you know, trading it back and forth. It's my turn. It's my turn with the toy. It's my turn with the toy. <laughs> so currently, I don't even have the I don't even have a VR headset with me. I have, I have an old Oculus Rift, um, which is just so dusty and to plug things in and get all tangled up in the cords, and it's not really. Um, I don't, I don't bust it out too often. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'll, i I can send you my, my handle to my, my, uh, ID or whatever you call it. Um, for, for Oculus. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, I'm not on there that much because the freaking yeah. co founder is well, playing well, to the toy for the too long. The thing is you,
0: you gave out the, the important nuggets. Uh, <laughs> definitely find yeah. Michael on, on his podcast, brain shaman, and then on LinkedIn as well. And, uh, Once again, just another brilliant mind out there trying to figure out this massive, chaotic brain health arena and make a difference to how people feel, function and live their lives. So definitely check Michael out and stay tuned to the next episode of The Hardy Brain, the show that takes athletic, introverted entrepreneurs and leaders and transforms them into ironclad brain performers. Take care. Okay.